All right, Brandon. So this is the uh, the icebreaker question for, for this episode. Are you ready? Oh, we got one? Yeah, oh, yeah. Even though everybody probably already knows you, I'm just, you know, I have an icebreaker for every uh, every episode. If you could bring back any fashion trend, what would it be? Oh, man, I am not well-versed in fashion, my guy. I know. That's why this is funny. <laughs> Ooh. Don't take this the wrong way, guys. A lot of leather. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Rewatching that Matrix trailer, I was like, we should bring that back. Oh, we yeah. should bring back too much black and, <laughs> and all of leather. it leather. <laughs> That's awesome. I uh, literally, yeah. so that, that icebreaker was literally just a lead up to this segue, which was, you know who had a great sense of fashion? Electro. <laughs> and we had a fade going, man. You way better. <laughs> Holy sh- dude. Literally. And he even said it too. He's like, I like me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. So oh, yeah. Man. Uh, obviously, based off of that, we are uh, talking about Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, <clears throat> first, I'm going to ask the normal stereotypical question, what your thoughts were um, about the movie. <clears throat> and just kind of our, you know, back and forth for those that are curious to go see it. You know what I mean? They like, mm-hmm. want to go see it or haven't seen it yet. So, yeah, obviously not spoilers yet, but, you know, um, just your, your initial thoughts. All right. Um, well... Uh, they set it up really well on mm. accident beforehand. Like the the sequel, I mean the um, what was it? Far from Home it was the last yes. one. Yeah, that was actually supposed to be set up for a Craven the Hunter movie, and it was it was all Sony's idea, and it was gonna be garbage. Ah, and then Kevin Feige <laughs> said, "You guys suck. Let me yeah. do this." <laughs> yeah. So oh, um, thank God. That, yeah, that was all <laughs> completely on accident. And the way they, but the way they set it up though was damn near flawless oh yeah just right into that oh my um, gosh another thing i was really worried about beforehand was like um is this gonna be all about the new villains or whatever mm. is this the only focus but not for a second did it take away from spider-man's story you know? right right like i felt like we were still watching a tom holland spider-man movie yeah. the whole time oh yeah i know i'm trying to think <laughs> i'm trying to think of what to say that's not spoilers because it, I mean, yeah, it totally like even with everything that happens in this movie, you never like really step away uh, from what all you know what the other two movies were. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's a new Spider-Man movie. You know what I mean? Like it's not a copy of the other. You know, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man was kind of a copy of the <laughs> Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. These are kind of different, and part of that I feel like is because he's in the MCU, and mm-hmm. so you can pull from. You know, you can yeah. pull ideas from all these other characters and all these other plot points, but, um, but this movie specifically, I think, did a really good job at honing in on Tom Holland Spider Man and giving him like story arc and then like story building to yeah. something else. You know, like they did, they didn't just cut him off on the third movie. You mm-hmm. know, um, but they also didn't like. It was really the whole movie was really really good. Um, no, definitely. Like, um, he's definitely like the most human yeah. superhero yeah. out of them all. Like, I mean, if he's a kid, he's yeah. an actual kid. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Tom Holland as an actor is not, you know, he's like, like twenty five. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's still super, super young. Yeah. But you know, I think how old was Andrew Garfield when he starred? I think he was about the same, wasn't he? How old is he now? Thirty like something. Yeah. 
think I'll have to do my research. I, I should have. I should know this. <laughs> he didn't age very much. <laughs> right. Well, and I mean, he also looks. He's kind of locked in at thirty-five <laughs> as far yeah, as his looks. I don't, I don't know where he's going there. Um, because he doesn't look forty, but like when he was twenty-five. Let's uh, just as an example, when he was twenty-five, he looks the same as he does now. Yeah, he kind of paused for. Yeah, that's what like I'm trying to say. Ten years. <laughs> Toby Maguire looks. Uh, he doesn't look old, but he looks like a an old baby. <laughs> he looks healthier. Yeah. Today. Yeah, he definitely doesn't look like he smoked a million cigarettes. Which I don't think he did. I'm think no, I'm thinking of uh, Daniel Radcliffe, <laughs> the oh, Harry yeah. Potter guy. He rough. smoked a thousand cigarettes. <laughs> I would just say I would just say to people who are thinking about going and seeing this movie, just go see it because it. Me and Brandon both went different showings, but it was still opening opening night. Like this was Thursday night to the opening Friday night, and um, our theaters were electric. Like oh yes, <laughs> it's probably the best. Like in my opinion, it was a better movie theater experience than Endgame. Uh-huh. And the only reason I say that, like Endgame was like everybody was dressed up, everybody was still freaking out. Yeah, but this showing of Spider Man, like people were way more vocal. And yeah, way definitely. more like not afraid to just scream. And, I wasn't either because like the oh, yeah. game experience kind of prepared me for this. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was loud as f- the whole oh, time. I know, <laughs> dude. I literally uh, well, I almost spoiled it. Yeah, <laughs> I God, I gotta be careful. But um, yeah, there were so many parts when people would just sit there and be like, "Woo," you know, whatever. And then like something would happen on screen, and like three dudes in the back would be like, "Yes." <laughs> you know, yes. like it would just be this amazing, just like everybody and nobody cared. You know, it wasn't like anybody was like, shh. Yeah. Well, I take that back. The dude sitting in front of me, people cheered during a really serious moment. Like they cheered because of the moment, like the thing leading up to the serious moment, right. but then it got serious and nobody could hear anything. No, that is, that is <laughs> annoying a little bit. And that the guy was like, I'm shut up, you know? <laughs> like I hope people cheer in the appropriate time. Right, right. Like. <laughs> in my showing, people just cheered the whole time. So yeah. that kind of got annoying a little bit because we couldn't hear. So I'll definitely be going and seeing it again. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, just the whole experience was so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it was crazy. If you like Marvel movies and you like Spider-Man, then this is the perfect movie for you because it's literally, there's a huge debate going around that it's the best Marvel movie. And I... It's damn close. I'll I don't know. Yeah, I... When I first left the theater, I was saying that. I was like, this is the best Marvel movie ever. But after thinking about it more and really, really, like, really, really dwelling on all the different experiences I had with those other Marvel movies, it's definitely second best. Yeah, you got to look past the hype somehow. It's difficult, but yeah. And that's why Endgame wasn't my favorite either, you Mm -hmm. know, because Endgame was like, people were like, Endgame is the best Marvel movie, you know, and I'm like, well, that's just because they brought all the characters together. (laughs) You know, if they didn't do that and it had the same story, Maybe it wouldn't be, you know, I don't know. Um, but with this, you know, there was so many, like the plot was perfect. The script, like the writing, like what mm-hmm. each character said. There was never a moment when you were like, that was kind of pointless. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I felt like everybody had something to say and they said it in the right moment. And then, like we were talking about with all of the crazy stuff that happened in this movie, it still was able to focus on Tom Holland, Spider-Man. Well, I just spoiled it. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, I can't really cut that out because that's part of my whole thought. <laughs> just oh, well. had to cut off everything. I will um, say, like, all the villains other than Lizard, let's be real. Right, right. That None of them felt like wasted characters yeah, the whole time. Yeah. They had something to chip in. Kind of Lizard, I guess. He was more of a... Um, yeah. He, 
this is what I like because in again in the Andrew Garfield movies, Lizard was a. I guess they treated him like a very serious character, and I don't I don't dislike those movies. I actually really like those movies. Uh, yeah, I do too. Um, I'm thinking about it, but in this, they basically I mean this is I guess kind of spoilery, but um, they basically treated him like the Hulk. He wasn't really involved with a lot of the decision making. <laughs> he was just there, mm-hmm. and then. You know, the very small stuff that he did say reminded me of like what the Hulk, not Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner is an actual character and he made, you know, he was a part of the decision making and everything. But when he became the Hulk, as long, I should say Avengers movie, like the original Avengers movie Hulk, Mm -hmm. that when he became the Hulk, it was different. You know, it was like Hulk smash and then he would smile and then jump and smash stuff, you know, or whatever. It wasn't really like this was before he had, um, Erectile dysfunction. He had Hulk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had Hulk. Hulk dysfunction, or whatever you call yeah. it, where he was stuck as Hulk the whole time. Like especially <clears throat> like Green Goblin, mm-hmm. they used him like perfectly. Yeah. Throughout, like at the end of like the original Spider-Man from 2002, you're like, I kind of want to see more of this guy because yeah. he's, he's got he, he's got a brain. <laughs> you know? I know. He's kind of like the Joker of that universe. Yeah. I guess like he knows where to hit, where mm-hmm. it hurts. Oh yeah. We will get into that after we give you the spoiler warning. <laughs> right, right. And he, like, too, like, he does such a good job at going back and forth. Like, you can see his inner turmoil. Mm-hmm. Like, And I would say that's probably the difference between him and Joker is just that the Joker is all Joker. But he's got a battle Green Goblin's going got, like, a battle going. Yeah, he's yeah. got an internal battle going on where he's like, I don't want to do this. You'll know that, like, you if you've seen the Tobey Maguire movies, you'll know that he always is too weak. And falls into the Green Goblin's thoughts, you know, and his that character. Mm-hmm. And of course, John Favreau produced it. Like, come on, <laughs> <laughs> he makes the best freaking movies, man. <laughs> I can't even yeah. take it. Or he helps make the best movies, you know. Um, Man's been involved in every corner of Hollywood at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh, every good corner, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, yeah. if he touches it, it's not garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it may not be the best, but if he's involved. It's never horrible, you know? Yeah. It's always something that's worth something, you know? Like, um, 2008's Iron Man alone was yeah, yeah. really good. Like, right. seeing that again for the first time. Yeah. I had drank three, because we got there an hour early. Oh, and we still did. had to wait in line, Do you have caffeine? <laughs> no, no, no. We had, I had three slushies. Like, I refilled it three Jesus times. <laughs> and uh, I didn't pee. Like Would at all. Beat so I, I was sitting there just like, <laughs> you know, and every time something crazy would happen, I'd be like, <gasps> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was just like, oh, that whole movie theater experience was so good. So good. <sighs> Literally, and it was great, like getting there an hour early. You would think getting there an hour early would guarantee you a spot. And it, I mean, it did. We got a really good spot, mm-hmm. but we were not, we were still a good probably 80 people behind in line like and we got there an hour early like the line like (laughs) we got there and we were a good 80 people you know back Mm -hmm. and then there was still like as like people still kept showing up like it was a sold out show and i'm pretty sure that theater holds 300 people maybe 400 i can't remember what the what the person said i'm not sure well when when we did the movie theater event she sent me all the theater rooms that had different uh, and the number of seats. 
And I, I'm pretty sure the Big D has o- over 400. I just can't remember if it was like 440 or like 480 or something like that. Oh, you but, went to the Spring Hill Theater? Yeah. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I saw it in Big D. Um, but uh, anyway, it was sold out. And so we got there. And while we were waiting in line, because we got there and the other showing that was currently in there hadn't let out yet. Mm-hmm. And so they were holding everybody back. Um, and they obviously needed to clean the theater. But anyway, we were waiting in line, and finally when they said, okay, it's clean, you guys can go, we all kind of looked back to see how long the line was, and it was out the door and out the parking lot, like over toward the left of the parking lot. And then after everybody got in, you know, person who works for AMC came in and was like, hey, this is a sold-out show. If you have any seats, please scoot, you know, everybody scoot in, scoot together to open up seats on the sides or whatever. And, uh, And so everybody did that. And then people started showing up, you know, just coming in and whatever. And then obviously people were there saving seats for other people. And so people yeah. would be like, hey, can we sit in? And they'd be like, no, sorry, these 10 seats are saved. And you're just like, like you dickwad, <laughs> you know. Um, but literally, that, and the reason I bring all that up is just because uh, there was a row in front of us and there were people that were saving seats. And then I overheard uh, somebody come in and they sat down that was like, literally the line was almost... Um, Almost to uh, that back parking lot next to Jonathan's. Wow, that's like, like it was. It went over the crosswalk, the first crosswalk, and then it started to go over the next one. Was the line to line get, of people or yeah, cars? No people. Good God! <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. The cars. I mean, again, we got there early enough that there weren't a million cars. So at the time, at when we got yeah. there, yeah, yeah, but. It just show. I mean, for a movie like this, at this time of showing, you cannot get there on time. Mm-hmm. Like you'll number one, you won't get a good seat, and number two, it'll take you forever to get in. So you might even miss the showing, you know, or the first you know couple of trailers. And what. I mean, if you don't yeah. really care about that, then I guess it's whatever. But I like that stuff. Like I don't really care for the you know pre movie trivia and all that crap like yeah. the advertisements no but one really does <laughs> I like the trailers I like seeing especially for this I like seeing all the new trailers for stuff that's coming out like know? all the trailers you really liked watching on YouTube just yeah. hit different exactly the exactly exactly we're 20 minutes in you want to yeah. go to spoilers yeah I think we've covered everything you might yeah. need to cut out that last part in like 10 minutes yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll do I'll be doing a lot yeah. of editing um, but anyway yeah so spoiler alert to anybody who hasn't seen it yet and wants to go see it or whatever, highly recommend you go see it. But yeah, from here on out of spoilers. Come back right here when you're when you're done. Right. And we can discuss. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's state the obvious. Like everyone kind of knows it. Yeah. Um both Spider Man, yeah. right? Yep. Still as surprising as mm-hmm. like more surprising than we would expect. I don't know. I, don't I know love how. the way that they did it. <laughs> yeah. Like my theater when Andrew Garfield first came on, like, oh. no, like people were like, like I heard one guy on the corner who was like, "What? Wait, you know?" Well, he didn't actually expect it. No, like they were like, because everybody thought it was Tom Holland, you know. Yeah. But then he like turned yeah. around and was like confused, and then they were like, "Wait, is it?" And then everybody in the theater was like, "Oh!" Like you oh. just heard this uproar, and then as soon as he came through, they saw the suit, <laughs> and they just went nuts. Like they just clapped. I heard a bunch of people go. Yeah, you know, like... And there was another wave when he took his mask mm-hmm, off, like... Yep, and then they were like... Ah. Confirming it was definitely yep, him. Yep, But that was crazy. But literally, when Tobey Maguire came through, 
People were throwing their cups. Like <laughs> Yo, people were going ballistic. Good they God. They were jumping up in the air. Oh yeah. They were like, yes. <laughs> you know, they were like, yes. They're throwing their popcorn everywhere. A lot of the older oh fans gosh. showed up for him. Yes, <laughs> yes. And oh my gosh, it just they did it so well. Like it wasn't like this cheesy, like just they came in and it was just like it, again, it was just perfect writing. Like, yeah. I I would not have done it any other way. Mm-hmm. You know? Um in the perfect moment too. Like it was pretty far into the movie when they finally came in. It wasn't necessarily right at the end, but it was I yeah. would much prefer this to what we were all thinking, which was like yeah. the last battle on the Empire State Building. Like, yeah. right. That would have been a little too end gamey yeah. for me. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, there was just so there was so much character building from both of the from Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire that you're just like you're better in this than you are in your own movies. <laughs> like I felt you know? so like happy that they. It, like it felt like redemption for Andrew Garfield's yes. character. He did so much better. Yeah, this. I mean Tobey Maguire, you can take it or leave it. He was about the same, but Andrew Garfield just—I don't know if he like saw this as a second chance. Because <laughs> I think just, he, I think so. His uh, like his level of emotion that he was able to present didn't feel forced. Like I felt mm-hmm. like it did in his movies where he didn't really want to feel that way, but he was act- like you could tell he was like, kind of acting. Yeah, like. You know? Sony is a pain in the ass to work with. Like yeah. it's kind of like the guy who directed it, and then Avi Arad was the. Yeah. It's kind of like the the Kevin Feige right. for that side. Right. They're both pain in the asses to work with, and he hated it the yeah. entire time. Then that's what I because I feel like in this they kind of let him do what he wanted, and it shows like yeah. that he did a good. He's a good actor. Yeah. You know, like I don't think Andrew Garfield's a bad actor. I think he's really good, and this this would prove that theory. Um. It's just and I love the bonding between all three of them too. Like they're literally like freaking brothers. It's <laughs> it was so, so good. weird. Like Ethan and I were like, this movie doesn't feel real. I know. <laughs> they're literally like, and it's so like, I, I thought it was funny, but then I was also like, I'm so glad they did this because I'm so used to the like, and hear me out. This is gonna sound really bad and controversial, but I'm leading to something. But I'm I'm used to seeing the whole like feminist like. Um, just the constant putting guys, putting people down. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And it's usually because the whole female uprising, I guess, is taking light. Yeah. Um, and so with this, I just loved that Peter was like, you guys are so much cooler than me. And they were like, no, you're amazing. You know what I mean? Like they built him up. And yeah. I was like, thank you. I don't give a shit that you're a dude. I just am so glad that you're just building people up. You know, <laughs> you're not trying to put yeah, others down to... There's a lot more negativity than necessary when it comes to trying to be inclusive. Yeah, it's just you're... Yeah, there's like an... You're focusing on the exclusion of others rather than building other people up, you know? Um, Which kind of brings just, me to another point. Yeah. Aunt May's character was oh, a lot better than so I expected. Better. Like... We were all waiting for, when is this Uncle Ben situation going to be explained? But she was the Uncle Ben, yeah. kind of. There was no Uncle Ben. Yeah. She was a single a single woman who took on Peter Parker in this you know dimension or whatever, who took on Peter Parker when his parents died. Yeah. You know, which they don't really explain his parents at all. So, you know, I don't know exactly what that's about, but it's obviously not his mom. You know, he says Aunt May, like it's yeah. his aunt. 
So yeah. he has to have parents. You know, <laughs> there's no explanation of how Peter Parker ended up with Aunt May, but yeah. I'm assuming um, it's because his parents died or whatever. But, um, but yeah, how do you feel? Again, spoilers. But how do you feel about the death? Yeah, Aunt May's um, death. Something about it felt way more emotional than yeah. either of the Uncle Ben's death because yes. it's like. Like she gets hit and she's kind of pretending she's okay, mm-hmm. and you kind of feel like maybe she's doing this to prevent him from losing it or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I honestly thought she was okay. Yeah, I did too. Like um, I thought she was gonna make it for a second. I mean, it, well, yeah, when yeah, she yeah. got hit by the glider, I was like, oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I guess she like it was more realistic, mm-hmm. I guess, because yeah. when you're in shock or whatever. Like if you've ever been, if you ever broken a bone or whatever, like it'll hurt. Yeah. When you notice it. Yeah. But you don't feel anything until then. Yep. You're just um, in shock. Yeah. A lot of people will uh, tell you the same thing about like dying. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really notice it until you start to feel weak, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that was that was really fucking sad. <laughs> Holy crap, dude. I, and I this is what's funny. So. I kind of I knew it was happening. I knew Aunt May was gonna die. Mm-hmm. Like especially after she said, "With great power comes great responsibility." Yeah, I knew it. I was like, "She's gonna die," um, but I didn't know when. I didn't know how, and I didn't know why. If that makes sense. Yeah. She died shortly shortly after she said that, and it and it was like okay, you know that's kind of what Uncle Ben. You know, the, it plays on with the same concept. You know. Um, yeah. And it's just like, but again, so that was that was how the the way that she died was like, it was just, again, it was that same thing because you thought she was gonna make it. I mean, she got hit by the glider. You're like, she's dead. But yeah. then she stood up, and they were like acting like they were about to walk out. Like, wow, then, is she good? And or? then she collapsed, yeah. and I was like, oh, damn it, you know. And then she was in shock. She was like, I'm good. I'm just gonna catch my breath. Like she didn't even know she was dying. Yeah, you know, or maybe, or like you were saying, maybe she did, and she was just playing it off, but. Oh, that you was know. rough. <laughs> but Tom Holland, like, he's good with scenes like this that. Is, yeah, and this is what's this is where I have a, a little bit of an issue with Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield is like, yeah, you need to be emotional. Their crying's not very believable. You need to be realistic. Yeah, like if somebody, I mean, I I can't, I don't ever want to experience that, so I can't say, I can't really say anything with any credibility. But my opinion is that. Both of them, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, were way too emotional. They were like, <gasps> you know, they were like, they definitely they like, did better for Uncle that. Ben, Uncle Ben, Uncle Ben. <laughs> I think they did better with that in this movie. Like they weren't blubbering I mean, the whole time. Tom Holland was, he was crying, he was bawling. Yeah, but he wasn't screaming. Yeah, he was in disbelief. He was in denial, which is the first stage of grief, which is realistic. He's mm-hmm. like, you're not dying, you're not dead, you're okay. And then when he realized she was dying, he was like, I need help. I, I, I can't, you know. He was slowly starting to accept it, but he wasn't like, you're dying, oh no, yeah. you know? <laughs> it was just like, oh my gosh, this is, it's just, it was real, which is what made it more emotional for me. Because mm-hmm. when it's real, I can put myself into that situation and be like, honestly, like, I don't even know how I would handle that, but I feel like it would be similar, you know? Because if you're just bawling and you're just like crying because you're, because the director said cry you know (laughs) then you're like i wouldn't do that i wouldn't be like that but for tom holland just being in disbelief that's exactly how i would be yeah you know if my parental figure if my mom was dying like that i would be like no you can't die nobody else can die 
you know, like too many people have died for me or, you know, like, cause he also had Tony Stark who died, you know, it's just like, for him, it was like, I, this cannot be happening. It was denial after denial after denial. And then accepting it brought him to like, I hate, I'm going to kill. <laughs> like he was yeah. like, I don't care anymore. Like that you was, know? that was very realistic. I yeah. think. Yeah. Which made the whole, which made Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire coming back that much better. Like when they find him on the rooftop, mm-hmm. and and that was when they came back. They didn't come yeah. back until after Aunt May died, and Peter Parker went ghost. They came in when like, they needed no. him most. Exactly, and that's what made it good. It wasn't mm-hmm. like we're gonna save you in the middle of the, you know, in the middle of yeah. a battle. It was like, oh, Peter Parker needs our help. Yes, you know, <laughs> like who we are as characters needs our help. If that makes sense, like it's not like, like Spider knows needs you our better help. than you. Exactly, yeah, right. exactly. Oh my gosh, we're 30 minutes in. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think. Fuck. No, I know, this, this will be a little bit of a long episode. This movie's um, a lot to unpack. Yeah. The character development between all three Peter Parkers and all three Spider-Mans was so good. The, yes. Tobey Maguire just, you know, being his Peter Parker. Yeah. Andrew Garfield still being his Peter Parker. And then Tom Holland being his, but the, all three of them coming together in the same movie. Nobody changed. Nobody was a different Peter Parker, a different mm-hmm. version of themselves. They were all who they were. I would say just a better version of who they were, <laughs> if yeah, that makes they, sense. You they know? cleaned up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man, it was just so cool. So freaking cool. I, I like, I, I'm so glad they gave them time for chemistry. Yeah. Like the whole lab scene, I was like, all right, this was, I'm glad we have yeah. a little more time with them before the end of the movie. It was so, <laughs> literally, we couldn't stop laughing because <laughs> when he was like, did you have a best friend? <laughs> He's like, I did, I did. And I killed him. <laughs> you know, he died after he tried to kill me. And then, <laughs> you know, the I can't remember the actor's name. I can't even remember the character's name. Uh, Ned. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he was just sitting there in his wheel, wheelie, you know, the office chair, just like in shock, <laughs> just like, oh my God. And then like a couple things happened and then he was like, and I promise, I'll never ever try to kill you. <laughs> to, to Tom Holland's yeah, character. Thanks, Tom Holland's like, thanks. <laughs> you know, which that's another crazy thing. Ned is magic? What? <laughs> Did you see that coming? I, I mean, I kind of feel like most people are. I don't really know how exactly how it works, but okay. Doctor Strange wasn't like just a wizard the day he was born or whatever. Right. Like, I guess right. it's something you pick up or yeah. whatever. I'm not, again, I don't know how yeah. fucking magic works. But. Uh, yeah, I don't know the lore or anything behind it. I feel like you, I feel like there's a there's an aspect of you being chosen. Yeah. So you can't just be magic. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you can't just be magic. Like, you can't find a, a thing and be magic. Well, I mean, Finding the thing would mean that that thing chose you as far as magic yeah. you know, in the MCU is concerned. So I guess that's different. But anyway, Ned, you know, <laughs> Ned, uh, things happened and Peter Parker stole <laughs> uh, Doctor Strange's uh, ring thing that helps him open circle portals mm-hmm. or whatever. And Ned ended up grabbing it and he opened a portal. And you're just like, you're magic? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, which was hilarious because they did that in the final battle, like where he opened a portal and then he went to shut it and he couldn't, couldn't shut it. <laughs> he was like, I, I, I'm trying. <laughs> you know, and they're like, okay, we're going to do this for the 15th time. Here we go. Just no more Spider-Man. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> and then they couldn't do it. Um, but uh, what was I leading to with that? I can't remember. Okay. Um, one of the questions I had was, what was your uh, favorite scene? 
in this movie? I feel like we get this question a lot. Yeah. And it's always extremely hard to answer. Yeah. But <laughs> good Lord, especially for this movie. Yeah. I have oh, I have man. a couple that are in my top five, but I, there's one that just, it hit me at home. Number one, because Andrew Garfield is my favorite is my favorite uh, Spider-Man. And the only reason I say, I'm not saying he's the best. I'm just saying he's my favorite. And that's because- like, I get that more now, I think. Right. Well, and that's because he's like, you know, in the movie, he's a skater. Yeah. And then I, you know, I resonate with that. Um, he looked younger than Tobey Maguire. This was before Tom Holland. He looked younger than Tobey Maguire. So I felt like he was more of a Spider-Man because mm -hmm. Spider-Man wasn't, I mean, eventually he was in college. But when I, what I grew up watching was him in high school, Yeah, you know, so, and reading and whatnot. So it was like, I'm used to the younger whatever. And at the time, you know, in the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie, in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, he was in high school. You know, and so I was like, okay. And not to mention he was a photographer, which I know is like normal, but he did it as like a hobby. He didn't do it, you know, for whatever. Man, somebody just paid you money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, but like his type of photography is my type of photography. It's a hobby. It's something that you do for fun. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, that's cool. So I loved Andrew Garfield. So I hope we see more photography, Spider-Man. Later I think on. we will because he has to, you know, I mean, spoilers, but he has to have a job now. Yeah, he's <laughs> like know? fresh slate yeah. kind of thing. At the, at the end of this movie, that's a huge, huge spoiler. <laughs> at the end of this movie, everybody forgets who he is, Yeah, who Peter Parker is. Everybody knows Spider-Man, which is kind of a huge plot hole in my opinion because mm -hmm. I don't know how you can know Spider-Man and not know Peter Parker, but we'll get over that. Like I'm uh, thinking it's more like everybody remembers him with the mask on. Yeah. Kind of okay, okay. That, yeah, it's like that in the Battle of Endgame, he just kept his mask on the whole time instead of going, hey, Peter Parker, you got something for me? Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Anyway, um, so with the Andrew Garfield thing, this is my favorite scene of this, of this movie. Um, but when MJ falls and Andrew Garfield is the one that jumps down to save him and actually saves her. Dude. <laughs> when he started crying, I was I cried. I feel like everybody else did. Oh too. my god! I know, but it wasn't like for me. I started crying because I was like, that was in his movies. Mm -hmm. Like that was a scene that I was like, and I know this sounds super corny and super whatever, but like, <laughs> if I was Spider Man and I had a girlfriend and that happened, or like if that happened to my girlfriend and I was Spider Man, I would not be able. Like, I I really like I was able to put myself in his shoes in that movie. When this happened. In this movie, I lost it because I was like, "Bro, <laughs> I feel that, dude." <laughs> you oh, know, man. like, and it, and that. Oh, that's what I love because it literally it humanized him. Yeah, like he could have just saved her and been like, second time's a charm," you know, or well, he could have done something corny, which Sony probably would have done. But because it's MCU and because it's John Favreau and because it's all of this, and they were developing his character, they they allowed him to be emotional. Yeah, and he and he was you know and he was crying, and you're just like. You just resonate with that, you know. <laughs> you're just like, especially like, knowing like how God. fucking depressing Spider Amazing Spider Man Two was. Oh, I know. It's like that ended horribly, and you're like, God, I need a shower now mm -hmm. <laughs> with my clothes on. Right. Um, and it's oh, <clears throat> I keep going off on tangents, but like, and that's another reason why this movie's so good because it doesn't change a thing in those movies. It changes future movies. Yeah. But it doesn't change any of those other ones. It doesn't mess with those movies. And it kind of gives timelines. you closure a little bit. Right. Yeah. It, it it builds a new sort of like thought process or a new, 
I don't know what you would call it. Just like you can go back and watch those movies and it wouldn't change anything. Like, like the, this is the only example I have, but like if you played The Last of Us 2, it ruins the first Last of Us for you. Right. Like as far as video game story goes, um, just because of what happens and how it happens. In this, no. In this, things change in those timelines, but it doesn't change those movies at all. Um, and that, like that's what I did not expect that in a plot as a plot point for this movie was helping the villains. Yeah, I did not expect that at all. And then when it started happening, and like, and then they cured Doc Ock, I was like, so is he on your side now? Is he like <laughs> gonna fight with you? And then he did. I was like, oh my gosh, this, like he's always been so like good. a good person at heart, yeah. and then that happened. Right, uh, he oh, still man. is. Dr. Octavia, Otto Octavius is a good person. Yeah. It's the tentacles that are bad and they're He's the ones that his control mind. his brain. Yeah. You know? And so having that chip, it just, they were not, you know, not anymore. And it was just, oh, so good. Like, I feel like the phrase so with great power comes great responsibility made way more sense mm-hmm. in this movie because yeah. you, you see it play out yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. I know. And I don't really <laughs> remember it making a lot of sense in the other ones. Like you were like, yeah. yeah, right. Good shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was just like with great power comes great responsibility, which in Tobey Maguire's things translated to "don't kill him." You know, yeah, <laughs> don't kill yeah. the guy that killed your uncle. But That's this takes it, it a step further, to. which is well, uh, like yeah. kind of love your enemies kind of thing. Exactly, because yeah. in this one, if Tom Holl- or if uh, Tobey Maguire wasn't there, Tom Holland's uh, Spider Man would have killed Aunt May's killer. Right, like it would have happened. He, he had no regrets. He, he was, was like, "I'm gonna kill you." Almost there. <laughs> yeah. But Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, jumped in, stopped him, and then helped him kind of not see red anymore. Yeah. And then helped him, you know, end up winning. Um, <clears throat> but it's just like, again, it was just all three of those characters coming together was perfect. I love, like, I wouldn't, I don't want it to be done any other way. Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody. Was like it, like I would not do an alternate ending to this movie because I love the way that it that it, they did it. You know, it's like any other like fan ending you can think of is kind of like this would be really flavorless. <laughs> yeah, it would not be as good. Yeah, because they did such a good job with this one. I mean, it just oh my gosh, it was just so so. Like I have no hate for so Endgame game in my heart, other than a couple things, but yeah. <laughs> But in that last scene, everyone is just showing up and yeah. it's everybody. And it's cool, but there's not a lot of meaning behind it. It's like, right. here is fucking everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that, uh, and it it was a huge just nostalgia splooge. Yeah. You know? <laughs> or yeah. splooge of just, all it was was nostalgia. Yeah. In this, it was nostalgia. I'm not going to deny that. There was a shit ton of nostalgia because they kept making jokes you know, it's like, yeah. that comes out of your body. <laughs> Does it come out of other places? <laughs> I mean, they asked the questions that we were all thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it does that. But So there's nostalgia there. But there's also huge character development for characters that haven't even been in this franchise. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> You're going to sit there and build character development on characters that are from other movies? It's like you know them, but you're like, this is... So bizarre. Just, <laughs> I, it, I love it, it though. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, I mentioned this to my mom on the way home. I was like, uh, the three Spider-Men together kind of remind me of A Christmas Carol. This, this is related. Okay. Follow me here. <laughs> okay. 
Like, I'm thinking, like, Andrew Garfield, the way their first conversation went, I was like, Andrew Garfield is kind of like the, like, um, or like both of them. God, I can't fucking talk today. You're gonna have to cut this whole fucking you're bit out. <laughs> like, Andrew and Toby are kind of like two versions of the ghost of Christmas future. Mm. Like, Tom Hahn yeah. would have, and the way he was going, yeah. he would have ended up just like Andrew Garfield. Yeah. And like he ended up okay, but right. he was just saying, after Gwen died, I went bitter. I stopped pulling my punches. That's how he would have ended up mm-hmm. if Tobe McGuire didn't step in. And I think he's like the more bright future yeah. of what Spider-Man could be. Yeah. And he talks about like, yeah, I made it work with MJ. And we, we kind of, they kind of leave that open. Yeah. We're like, we can imagine they probably got married and had kids or whatever. I mean, they got married in the second one. Did they? Mm-hmm. In Spider-Man 2, they were married. Right? Yes. What? It was in the third one. He was like, he made a big deal about proposing. No, no, no. Yeah, it was the third. No, I'm sorry. It was at the end of the third one because she showed up at his apartment in the wedding dress. That was the second one. That was the second one? Yeah, because she ran away from a wedding. I remember that. MJ was toxic as fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I'm so confused. He left him like three separate times (laughs) and then came back like, hello, baby. Your Parker, <laughs> like you suck as a girlfriend, <laughs> <laughs> literally. Uh, and that's what Zendaya as a girlfriend. Yeah, she is the most supportive. Like <laughs> she's, she's a real like, woman, <laughs> literally. And I mean, that's just true of Zendaya as an actress. But like, yeah. her character in this speaks volumes to that. And it's so sad because again, at the end, everybody forgets who he is. And so, <laughs> yeah. Zendaya has no idea who Peter Parker is anymore. And, and there's guess- no recollection, like. It's as if he never existed. Yeah. So it's not like you forgot like some of the events of the past. It's like, oh no, Peter Parker is non-existent in your life, and you're just like, <laughs> like <sighs> in the theater when she was like, "Is there anything else I can get for you?" And he was planning to tell her everything, and he goes, "No, no, I'm okay." You know, there's literally the chick next to me went, "No," <laughs> and just started crying. <laughs> Not Julia, the chick next to me, but the other chicks that yeah. were, you know, on the um, other side. <laughs> I, get, I think that scene of him just putting the letter back in his pocket, like he had yeah. so much he was trying to fix. Yeah. I think that part when he realized that it would be better for them if he stayed away. Yeah. Which was sad, but it kind of also played into with great power comes great yep. responsibility. Yep. Like you have to make some really tough sacrifices. Yeah that point i know i'm i'm excited because so there were two end credit scenes one was end credit scene (laughs) one was venom venom's attachment to this now and so that's what tells me too very weird (laughs) well and that's what tells me too that there's gonna be another another movie yeah um for sure with with tom holland um and so you know it's like i feel like they ended it perfectly where you know, Tom Holland, Spider-Man can focus on Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Peter Parker's life is kind of, I mean, it's non-existent now. Yeah. <laughs> Aunt May's dead and nobody knows who he is. <laughs> He's like fresh slate. Yeah. I mean, all Spider-Man. of the Avengers yeah. only know who Spider-Man is. They have no idea who Peter Parker is, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's a perfect opportunity to introduce a whole new wave of villains, like to do a whole nother trilogy yeah. almost if that makes sense and Sony did announce they were doing another trilogy with yeah. Tom Holland I don't know if Disney is going to be involved but yeah. 
one can hope. I, I hope people from Disney are involved. Yeah. The, like if Sony ends up at least Kevin Feige doing whatever. Hopefully. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just hope that it it plays that way. But um. But anyway, so yeah, so Venom's involved, and then it's funny because I wouldn't really call it an, an end credit scene. It was just the trailer for the next uh, Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, at the, at the very, very end. A lot of people aren't really calling it a trailer because the movie yeah. isn't really finished. It was more of these are clips that are yeah. mostly finished. Right. Um, it was just like a teaser. It was very well put together, though. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it that. It was, and it didn't spoil it. Like I have no idea what's gonna happen. It just got you hype. Mm -hmm. It was like this is the next Doctor Strange movie, which is sad because I was, I was so hoping and I was picking up clues. And it still could be possible, but I was hoping that the that the Doctor Strange in this Spider-Man was Loki, because there was so many so many theories that looked so true the whole time. Yeah, and I still think it could be, but after watching this trailer of the next Doctor Strange movie, I was like, oh man, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that would make things really confusing. <laughs> it would, and uh, and that would be hard to do really well, uh -huh. but. I want it, <laughs> you know, because that would be, it would be so cool. <laughs> like, as crazy as this movie was, like, yeah. Ben Cumberbatch is like, oh, I'll wait till you see this yeah. <laughs> kind of yeah. thing. It was right off the bat, like, a month ago, I think, Patrick Stewart announced he was in this movie. Prop more than likely playing Professor X, but... yeah, yeah. That alone is like, what the fuck is this movie going to yeah. be? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm so excited because it didn't, again, it didn't really reveal anything other than like an evil Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Like there's Doctor Strange and then there's an evil version of him. That theater fucking erupted at that. Really? Yes. Now here's why. Wow. Remember that What If series that yeah. came out, the animated yeah. thing? Is that in it? A yeah. He had oh. a whole episode about that and it was a, it was probably the best episode in my opinion. Wow. Um, to sum it up real quick, um, I think the episode's called What If Doctor Strange Lost His Heart? Which instead of in the car crash of him getting all injured, his girlfriend dies in the car with him. Oh. He's a good person in the beginning. Yeah. And after that, he discovers magic and tries to go back in time to um, bring her back. But kind of like the laws of the universe won't let him do it. Yeah. It's like a nexus point is what they call it. Yeah, them. yeah. It's like something that has to happen for him to move on. Right. Or for the, the universe to move on. Yeah, Like, she yeah. has to die at that point. And he will not accept that. Yeah. So what he does is he he goes to this temple or whatever, opens a book, and decides he's going to consume, like, every mystical being he can find in this book. And it's like a time lapse of, like, 50 years. It's really cool animated. Wow. Like, animation. Um. Like I highly recommend watching it. It was so fucking. Are all cool. of the what if episodes good, or are there some that are avoidable? I think all of them are good, but okay. some are definitely considerably bit. Bleh. A lot of them are just better than others. Okay. I would say because I've heard I've heard both. I've heard that the show's crap, and I've heard that the show's really really good. I so. think a lot of them uh, makes you kind of appreciate the other characters that they focus on more, like mm -hmm. um. Like they had one for Killmonger from Black Panther, and you're like, "Ooh, they wasted this character in Black Panther." Wow, um, that's cool. I'm gonna watch that show then. <laughs> I mean, you can cut this whole part out. I'll just yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we're fifty. We're almost an hour. Yeah. Into this. 
I have to. I have yeah. to pull this down to thirty at least. But you should definitely <laughs> see the Doctor Strange episode. Yeah, yeah. At yeah. least I will now, especially since that end credit or that. Yeah, that end credit scene. But at the end of that episode, basically, um, he does end up bringing her back, but the universe is like, nope, and it starts caving in on itself, and shit gets wild, and he's trying so hard to just keep those two, like him and her, alive. So and he just, said, "Fuck the universe." It's just her. Yeah, and me. that looked really cool too. Like these, wow. <laughs> like trying to yeah. keep the walls of the universe from caving in, and eventually okay. it does. But he's still alive, so it's and just him. Is- no, she's not. She eventually... She died? Yeah. <laughs> but the universe didn't fix itself because she died at the wrong spot? hmm Damn. She's kind of just faded away with the universe. So it's just oh, him and you. nothing. Damn. And um, at the at the end of the season of What If, mm-hmm. the Watcher kind of... Eh, it's very complicated if you haven't seen all the episodes. Yeah, but basically, yeah. he brings him out of that universe because um, this stupidly powerful version of Ultron is trying to fuck shit up. So he's mm-hmm. like, I need the most powerful version of Doctor Strange possible. And so he takes that one in and kind of makes this multiverse Avengers thing, which was cool and <laughs> confusing, but yeah. he's definitely the best character, I think, in all of that. Um, Gosh, there's Marvel's in such a good spot right now. Yes. Like, yeah. They've got all the equity of having built up all these characters and now they have like so much respect mm. to where they could make shit up and people would love it. Yeah. <laughs> like they can do whatever they want basically. It's not like they can introduce new characters that have not been done yet. They can bring back old ones. People have the same reaction. So yeah, that's why everyone was excited because that character was definitely him. Yeah. yeah. And we're like, they are they allowed to do that? Yeah. <laughs> we're like, what the cartoon? Fuck? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's everybody says that what if's canon. Yeah. Like it's I mean, just, fucking anything is canon yeah, at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, which is, but again, and that's what's cool because now it's like you can bring in X X Men, you can bring in Fantastic Four, like you can bring in these characters and shows and movies that mm-hmm. sucked a little bit, you know? Yeah. I mean, X Men wasn't. I liked Wolverine. I liked the Wolverine movies. The yeah. X Men, the original X Men movies, I liked too. I didn't like the newer X Men movies. About Days of Future Past. I feel like that was probably the better out of the yeah, newer ones. it was, I but I, I don't know. Yeah. It just, I didn't, I'm not a huge fan of X-Men in general. I'm a huge fan of Wolverine, but yeah. not the rest of them. And so it was hard for me to, like, I feel like those movies were meant for fans of the original show, or the original movies. Um, Fantastic Four was all crap. All the crap. <laughs> so I hope that they- Every version. <laughs> yeah, I hope that they just clean slate that. And if they bring them back, they bring them back completely- completely different like it has nothing to do with the way that they did before well I mean, now that you mentioned that the same director for No Way Home is doing the Fantastic Four reboot yeah which kind of gives me hope because yeah. he's got a good balance I yeah. think like I, the original Fantastic right. Four was too hokey yeah. and then the remake was like we are the Dark Knight now um, yeah I'm okay with them bringing like actors back mm-hmm. I'm just saying like I don't want those characters to act the same way that they did in the other ones yeah, that makes sense. Like, yeah. be, you know, the um, Mister Fantastic. Be the the Invisible Lady. Be the Fire Guy. Be the Rock version of Hulk. <laughs> but don't be those versions of those people like you were in the other movie. <laughs> like, take them, do something different. You know, <laughs> if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, shit's definitely going to get weird from here on out. Have you seen Loki? The, uh, oh, yeah. The show? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's you know cool. Kang at the end of the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be the villain for Fantastic Four and the next Ant-Man movie. Oh, and man. probably going to be in Doctor Strange at some point. I don't we yeah. don't know what the fuck that movie's going to be about. <laughs> that movie could literally be anything. Yeah. It <laughs> oh, would not man. surprise me. I'm um, so excited. Oh, the last thing I was going to mention, that was that it was like the first thing everybody cheered about. Yeah. Was when Daredevil showed up. Yes. Yes. I didn't see that coming. I me neither, because I was like, that doesn't sound like where would he fit into this? Right. Exactly. I was they like, just he's the lawyer. <laughs> of yeah, course. They just dropped him in there, you know, but it was like, oh my god. <laughs> And then I love it because when they threw the brick and he was like, Kunk. dude. And Tom Holland was like, dude. How did you do that? I'm a really oh, good lawyer. Man. <laughs> I nerded out so hard there. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, People know this character other than me? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> like, that's what it day, feels like. To this day, that's my favorite show of all time. Like, I had to rewatch it to be sure, but mm. goddamn, I recommend it highly. Yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> If you're watching Hawkeye, which I highly doubt, but... <laughs> I haven't started it yet. It's not the best, but yeah. it's definitely better than WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, this um, is what's sad. Everybody, because we started talking about it in the theater. Yeah. Every single person in the theater said that WandaVision, though there's a tie between worst. WandaVision and Winter Soldier. They said that those two were the worst MCU shows right now that have come out. I kind of liked Winter Soldier. I did too. Wasn't but, the best, but right there. Yeah. So, you know, switch those two around how you want. WandaVision's the worst, and then Winter Soldier, and then they said, and then they said Hawkeye. I think that sounds about right. And yeah. then, and then the best, uh, the best was hard because people were saying that Loki was the best, and then other people were saying, um, "What if was the best?" Because they were counting "What if" in that category. Hmm. Am I missing a show? I don't think so. I think that's all of them. Right? Yeah. It's got to be. Disney's been busy. <laughs> I know. I can't. Well, I'm, I'm like, well, what about the... And I'm like, no, it's Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know? No, I think you got them all. Okay. Um, um, so, yeah, I was pretty much saying that Loki or What If was the best. Those were interchangeable, too. Yeah. So... Um, which, I mean... I think I can recommend depends. Hawkeye because it's, it's more grounded. Yeah. There's a lot less fantasy going yeah. on. There's a very good connection between... Yeah, the two main characters, and it's not like, like the new Hawkeye is kind of, um, like before you see it, you're like, oh my god, of course they are, yeah. because it's a girl. Yeah, it's a girl, yeah. and that rings bad news for a lot of people. Not right. because she's a woman, but because Marvel is making a woman character. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna yeah. sound horrible out of context, but you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I mean it's <laughs> like what I was saying earlier. It just it's putting other people down. They feel it's like they don't really know how down. to naturally do it yeah but. yeah well it, it without getting into the discussion of feminism it's like right this is just what you can see mm-hmm. this is not opinion this is what you see in every single one of those movies where it is led by i say feminism but it's led by that female uprising yeah. concept and it's that men are bad yeah or that women are better it's putting people down it's not building women up it's putting men down to be able to stand on top of men, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I'm not stating my opinion on that. I'm just saying that's what that's the reality of what you can see. Yeah. And the other reality is in proof is in the pudding at how those 
movies and shows did. They sucked. <laughs> yep. You know, yep. Captain Marvel sucked. Eternal like a... <laughs> sucked. <laughs> the, I would, I could talk about Eternals for like an hour, and yeah. Did you like Eternals? Like, I did way better than I thought I would. Yeah. And it's not because, and like the, like there wasn't any like girl power moments. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was just way too long. Yeah. <laughs> So like this and Spider-Man No Way Home were almost the exact same length. But this but, th- this one did not feel Yeah. yeah. For Eternals, I was I actually dozed off for a minute. I didn't nice. fall asleep, but my yeah. mind went other places as the scene yeah. was going on. I was like That's a right, bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, that's a bad movie. Yeah. If you lose that much attention, like it's one thing to be like confused or distracted. It's like, okay, whatever. But if you literally stop thinking about the movie while you're watching it, mm-hmm. bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. <laughs> bad movie. Um, it had really good parts. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I like, and I didn't. I say sucked in the sense of box office. Yeah, like it did not do good. People yeah. didn't want to go see it, and they didn't like it when they saw it. If that made like the Rotten Tomatoes and how much it made. Yeah, it, like yeah. it had the ingredients for a good movie, right? And they didn't mix the bowl no. at all. <laughs> it, and I will, you know, I if I haven't said it already in the in this pocket review, I'll say it. I'll say it now, but. This movie got 98% or 90, 94% on uh, the tomato meter, mm-hmm. and then the audience was 99. Yeah. Like, this is high, highly rated. You look at those other movies, and the you know critics give it a super high rating because they're critics, <laughs> but the audience say, no, this movie sucked. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like it had good parts. We the people. Right. And it's like, you know, I mean, and, and those scores are not like garbage scores. Like Captain Marvel still got like seventy, I think, after the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it still got a decent score, but it was not a ninety-five. <laughs> no, not even close. <laughs> you know, and Eternals was the same way. Like it when it came out, it had super high rating. I think it's then, sitting at like forty or something like yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I would say Eternals was probably worse than Captain Marvel, but you know, that's my opinion. <laughs> oh man, that's a whole nother conversation that I would love to have, but I was gonna get to a point. Um. Yeah, this character, um, of like the new Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. I was gonna yeah, say yeah, yeah. you can probably cut this entire segment out. No, that'll be right. I haven't just. I haven't We're seen just you now long. at an hour. Like, I haven't so. seen you in a long time. So I have to like. Yeah. I have to tell you everything. No, it's okay. <laughs> Go for it. Like this character is uh, refreshing. I guess yeah. if you're comparing okay. her to Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. Uh, she never had to work for her powers at all. It was just kind of there. And she was the best. Like Captain and, Marvel? Yeah. And yeah she was the yeah. best and on top the entire time. Like no struggle ever. Yeah. Yep. No character growth either. Yep. But this one is like, she sees Hawkeye like fighting the aliens in New York as a kid. And which yeah. was a little cheesy at yeah. first. And it was just kind of like a montage in the credits where she's like learning and like she's the best at um, like archery. Yeah, yeah. So it's I like I have the tigers playing as she's like <laughs> sorta. It's the, the, the concept wise. I'm not saying. Yeah, that it was a lot cooler than I'm making it sound. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, fuck. Like she's got no powers, and in this way, she kind of reminds me of Tom Holland Spider Man. Mm. And the way she, she's a lot more human than yeah. a lot of the other people. Yeah. 
it, she makes not, mistakes time and time after right. time again. Yeah. Okay, that's that's refreshing. So yeah. it's not like she's she's the new Hawkeye because she's a girl. Right. She's the new Hawkeye because because she's, she's good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I'll probably. I mean, I wanted to watch it anyway. Like, I hated WandaVision. Like, I hated, <laughs> hated, hated, hated that show. You didn't even see the whole thing either. I didn't, <laughs> but I did watch some of it. Yeah. Because I, it's Marvel, and I want to be able to be in the the one episode the you saw yeah. was like. 80% of the whole show. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I'm, I was like, okay, I'll watch this one, you know. Yeah. Um, but I didn't watch any more. And then Winter Soldier I watched all the way through. I haven't seen What If yet. Again, just because it's a, it's a cartoon. And I'm not a huge fan of anime or animated cart like animated it stuff anymore. It is very good animation. I won't give so, it that. But, but again, it's Marvel. Mm-hmm. So it's, and it's all, and now that it's all canon, I'm like, okay, now I probably need to watch this. Anyway. We went on a huge side rant, but the reason I brought up Hawkeye related to that Daredevil comment yeah, yeah, yeah. is because the kind of like the, they're building up this character called the Uncle. We're like, who the fuck is that? It's Uncle Ben. I'm no. <laughs> and they show a picture of him at the end. They're like, this is the guy I was worried about. Hawkeye is scared of this guy. An Avenger is scared of this guy. And you see him, and it's Wilson Fisk from fucking daredevil like the same actor and everything and i was like oh my god <laughs> i was okay. so fucking hyped <laughs> okay because he's such a good character in that show like and marvel oh doesn't marvel doesn't do the like a lot of this connection stuff by accident either no, so that would no, explain why that would explain why that episode of hawkeye came out a week before exactly spider-man they timed and it then, perfectly and then did daredevil in spider yep yep so daredevil's definitely getting a movie Yes. Or is going to be in a movie at some point, for sure. Uh, I would love, I would love for them to make another Daredevil season or show or something. But if did they you end don't, up seeing it? Like I know you saw. I, like, I saw the, the first season. Yeah, I haven't seen the second season yet. How long ago was that? A long think? time ago. I don't remember anything. <laughs> I remember what the characters look like. I definitely recommend rewatching. Yeah. the first season if you have time. Out of any show yeah. out there, it is my favorite yeah. by far. Okay. I have to convert this down to 30 somehow. Good luck. <laughs> final final thought. Uh, what would you rate this movie? Oh, man. I said For- one out of 100. Uh, what did I say? I'm, I'm a bit of a scientist myself. I'm so glad he said that. <laughs> I'm so, my, my theater freaked out when he said that, bro. <laughs> Dude, like, there ain't no fucking way they said that. <laughs> no, no. Oh, man. But uh, anyway, so yeah, one out of 100. Oh man! For once, I think I actually agree with the critics. I, there are not a lot of flaws in this movie, like genuinely. Yeah. Not a lot of plot holes, or there was maybe a dry joke here and there, but yeah, yeah, that really never took away from no the movie for me. And I feel like the dry the people who made the dry jokes, which was like Ned and maybe Zendaya, was like. It was kind of a part of their character, yeah. so it didn't feel out of place. Yeah, it didn't feel like bad writing. It just felt like. I didn't think that was funny, you know, but you, that's who you are. You yeah. Know? You make crappy jokes, <laughs> you know, sometimes. So I was going <laughs> to, yeah, no, I'm not going to say, that reminds me of your girlfriend. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the one editing this, so she's not going to hear it. But yeah, Sorry, totally. <laughs> it totally does. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it just was so good. I, I, it's hard because, again, I, wa- I walked out of it. was the combination of how good the movie was and how good the experience of the theater was yes. that makes me want to say that this is the best Marvel movie ever. 
but I am going to be officially saying that it's not. And I'm just going to say it's the second best Marvel movie, right. guaranteed. I don't know what's the first. I can't really make that decision. But yeah, it's the same reason I've never rated any movie 10 out of 10. Right. Because I've right. never, I can't really say there's a perfect movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, not yet. Not, One of these days, yet. man, it would be so cool if there ever was. Like, especially recently, like a lot of shit that Netflix is putting out is really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's this new animated series called Arcane. Oh, I, I based heard about on the that. League I've of Legends it. game, which who gives a fuck? Right. <laughs> but oh my God, this series was so good. <laughs> Like this came from a video game? Yeah. What the fuck? What was that? What was that? Um, what was that show that that you guys were watching and my girlfriend Julia was watching that was like a psychopathic boyfriend? Oh, you. You. That's right. That's been yeah. pretty good. Have you seen that? Any was of that was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I wow. saw what I talked to you guys about. Like, I saw up to season two, I think, and then I yeah. was like, I don't want to watch this anymore. It's. <laughs> it's. It's. I hate that it. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like the show is so toxic. That's, I know that's why I stopped because I was like, I don't want to give this any more of my time. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. Like, but dialogue especially is really good. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, totally. So anyway, all that being said, I would give this movie. I would probably give it exactly what. Well, I'll give it two points more than the critics. I would mm -hmm. say ninety six. Right. I, I think I'm around there too. Around. 96 to 98 like it's yeah. as it's close good. to perfect as yeah. I can give it yeah <laughs> like if, if I can't even think of how you could what you could add to make it perfect but it's not <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. like I feel like it's perfect without being without being able to say that it's perfect because I can't think of a way to make it perfect but I also think it is perfect that's so confusing. <laughs> I think that's just embedded into our brains as Christians because, like, yeah, yeah. we're taught, like, no one is perfect. Right, right. Like, other than other than God, but yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. So we you just get apply into, that to the rest of our life. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. I mean, you watch these movies and you're like, you can't be perfect. It's impossible. Yeah. But I feel like you are because you're amazing, <laughs> you know? Jesus, you got to drop a movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> Passion of the Christ, too. <laughs> Crucify this, and he's got guns and stuff. <laughs> I rode into town on an ass. <laughs> Yo, mama's ass. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that Family Guy bit. It's all Family Guy. Everything oh, I just yeah. quoted. <laughs> oh man. But <clears throat> anyway, hopefully I can edit this down. I think officially I'll give it a ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I can say with confidence it is the best Spider-Man movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And and I I would uh, like I think everybody would agree with that like it's better it's better it's better than the Tom uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider Man movies ironically because it has them in it but they're True, better yeah. like yeah I just I just like it a lot more you know I mean you can't watch this movie without seeing those movies I guess because then it won't be as good. Because you'll yeah. see all those other Spider-Mans and you'll be like, oh, you're another Spider-Man. That's cool. And then they'll make these jokes and these like lore pieces and you're like, huh? You know, <laughs> you just be like, okay. I think I think they put their faith in the audience because yeah. the fuck hasn't seen at least one Spider-Man movie. Right, right. Like they're or at least know enough about it to make sense of all of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like if, totally. if someone were to ask me like, what's your favorite character of all time? It will, probably would be Spider-Man because mm -hmm. there's so much... Uh, you can do with him, mm. <laughs> like yeah. not just for villains and all that mumbo jumbo, but like there's a lot of depth to mm. his character that 
oh, yeah. just works every time. There's so, <laughs> there's so many villains. So many fucking villains. Oh, there's so many good villains. Yes. They barely <laughs> scratched the Spider-Man. surface, too. I know. They're, oh, it's just and, and Spider-Man, like, if you think about the lore, he's also a part of the X-Men, you know? Is he? I mean, he's involved with the X-Men. He's, he's oh, not... Yeah. It wasn't up until the MCU that he was a part of the Avengers. In mm-hmm. the comics, he was always with the X-Men. Yeah. He was with uh, Iceman and Fire Girl in the Spider-Man and with Friends or something like that oh, show. I haven't thought about that show in forever. And, and Iceman is an, an X-Men. Yeah. You know? And so it's just like... And then, like, Spider-Man would constantly go... I mean, it's hard because, like, he's got a little bit of a... Like, him and um, the main X-Men dude is in the wheelchair... Professor X? Yeah. Yeah. Him and Professor X have a mind thing. Like, he has spider sense. He has the tele... tele you know what I'm talking about? Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So, it's just like they have this this connection that gets him into the X-Men, and then he, you know, is kind of a part of it. So, Except back then when he was a part of it, it wasn't like what it is today. <laughs> like, yeah. it, was, it was a school for the gifted, but it wasn't like this kind of like matching outfits, you know, like... We're here to fight. Like, it's just kind of like, no, this is literally just a school. You do your own thing. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. that's literally <laughs> what it was. Like, back then, it wasn't like a team. It was just like, you're Wolverine, you're uh, Gray, whatever her name is, you're the Cyclops, and you guys each go out and do your own superhero thing, you know? And then Professor X stayed inside. And then Deadpool was fun. <laughs> um, Deadpool fucked a lot of things up for people. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, good old Deadpool. But um, we should stop recording. <laughs> oh my god, we're but gonna be here all I definitely want to keep talking. But anyway, thank you guys for listening, yeah. and um, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.